Do you know that many people are afraid of public speaking? People are more afraid of public speaking than flying, than seeing a snake. Uh, That one wouldn't be me. (laughs) To seeing insects or even death. Ironically, you have to public speak more than you realize. So having a great presentation or having great presentation skills is what we need to think about. Let's talk about it. You're listening to the Nonprofit News with Dr. Shaniva Early. Having great public speaking skills is one of the things that can make or break your career. You can participate in all kinds of skill buildings, uh, set seminars, discussions, but without the ability to have a great presentation, you can lose your audience quite quickly. That is even manifested in things like, um, Podcasts. If you don't, if you don't have a good presentation, you'll get some people to come, but you may not get them to stay. But before we get into that, let's talk about the word of the episode. Remember, I just came back and started back doing the word of the episode. Um, this time, instead of doing Lennox Cancer Terms, we're doing nonprofit terms. So the word of the episode today is Alice. Alice is an antonym for asset limit, income constrained, employed. Long words. This is what it means. It represents the growth of a number of families who live above the poverty line, but still are not able to afford the basic needs for housing, transportation, health care, child care, technology, and just really the ability to live a comfortable life with the income into which they make is called Alice. You can look up your Alice report. You type Alice in your Google bar and it can give you the Alice report for wherever you live. So the word of today is Alice asset limited income constraint employed. That's what it means. It's your Alice report. So let's get on with today's situation that we're talking about, and it is presentation skills. We have a program that is going to teach and benefit any presenter, any facilitator, speaker, trainer, uh, somebody just doing a seminar, or just a plain leader. Um, no matter what role you're doing, this this information is going to be helpful for you to perform the skills necessary so you can provide information to others. One of the first things that you should do when you're preparing your presentation is you need to do a needs analysis and an outline. 
You need to prepare an outline so you have a guideline to go by that will keep you on track when you are doing your presentations. Your goal is to get the information needed from point A, which is from you, to point B, which is the people who will receive that information so that they will have the information you want them to get the way you want it to get them. Right. So you need to prepare an outline. You don't have to, in my opinion, and this is just opinion according to me, you don't have to write out long, drawn out, whatever, but bullet point you do an outline. You know, an outline is just simple stating what you need to do. Don't try to make that whole presentation in the outline phase. Put down what what is the most important things that you want people to hear? What do you want people to know? What would you like people to take away? That's your outline. Then select your presentation delivery method. How are you going to deliver this to your people? Are you going to do it via Zoom? Are you going to do it with some PowerPoints? Are you going to do it with a uh, a podcast? <laughs> Are you going to do it in a big room, in a small room? Um, do you have a place to go or are you doing it at the local picnic? Are you going to do it in the boardroom? Like pick your presentation delivery method. How are you going to deliver these? Do you have a projector or do you have a document camera? Um, how are you going to present these facts? Are you writing it in a book? Are you, you know, this is the type of things. What is your presentation delivery method? How are you going to do it? Is it going to be verbal or nonverbal? What type of skill sets do you have that you can use to make a successful presentation for the people that need the information that you're given? Right. So all of us include myself. As soon as we press play, we wonder if we're going to do a good job. And when I'm doing these podcasts, it's not because I know it all. It's not because I'm super confident. It's because I want the information that I have to tell my audience. I want them to hear it. I want them to know it. I don't want it to be a case where when I first started my nonprofit journey, I didn't know anything. I was so green and there was not a lot of assets out there to help me. And so my goal is to make sure that that does not happen to others. And that is why I do this. I may not have the most elegant voice. I may not have all the most elegant switchers and tools and all those things, but the information that I'm telling you have been researched and I can look and see where I got the information from and back up what I'm saying. Some of the information may be unrelevant to your situation. Some of the information may be uh, outdated for what you're doing. Some information may be advanced on what you're doing. The point is, I'm trying to get the information to you the best that I can. So I'm saying all this to say, just press play on whatever it is that you're doing. Just press play. If you want to start a presentation company, just push play. If you want to podcast, just push play and get started. Press the record button and stop the nervousness. We're all nervous. We all wonder what people are going to say and if it's going to work and if it's going to be good. You have to knock down that nervousness. 
Okay. Uh, one of the next things you can do is you can develop some aids, develop some flip charts with colors, develop your PowerPoint presentation, you know, create a targeted PowerPoint presentations for you to use um, when you're doing, even if you're using it for only yourself, that could be part of your outline process. Maybe it's not something you're going to give out to somebody else, but make sure you have the tools you need to help you complete your presentation. Maybe you want to utilize a, a whiteboard or something so you can write on, or if you have an an iPad with an Apple pencil and you want to write down notes as you go along, um, do that type of stuff. Think about things that can enhance your presentation. Um, do you want to do video? Maybe you want to add some audio like You want to add an audio track that gives you some pep in your step to make you want to do it. Enhance your presentation so that you'll be able to catch and grab the people that is out there that is going to be listening to you. It is not all hearts and flowers, as they say, when you're doing this kind of thing. But at the end of the day, you have to be prepared some kind of way to make what you're trying to get over to your audience viable. Um, and, and don't, don't just sit there like a mutt duck. (laughs) You know how they used to say, you just, you, you, you sit there and you just go straight and you do the most blandest thing. Try to bring some humor into it. Try to make people want to be in your uh, presentation. Make, you know, if, if you think to, if you think about it, it, um, one of one of the famous uh quotes that speakers know about is something from Mark Twain where it says it takes 3 weeks to prepare for a good impromptu speech now how do you prepare for an impromptu speech that's the thing you you have to always be ready you always got to be ready to deliver so you have to be prepared you have to have some humor questions and and discussion questions and and you have to be able to talk about you know whatever the presentation is you have to be prepared you have to look from look at the beginning steps how to follow and create or improve your presentation skills you have to Look at how you can, if you haven't even done a presentation, start practicing on how to conduct a presentation by doing some of those things, by performing a needs analysis, understanding what your audience is looking for and provide answers to some basic questions. Basic questions could be simple as what does my audience need from me? Am I solving a problem? Am I trying to change somebody's mind or am I trying to tell them about something that's getting ready to happen or something has that has just happened? Just think about it. Every day you see presentation skills happening in front of your face. You know how when somebody is talking on Facebook, that's somebody presenting to you when you're watching the funny TikTok videos, when you're watching the news All of these people who are behind that camera are 
exhibiting some form of presentation skills. So perform some of those things for yourself and get ready to perform um, or do a presentation, right? So what, what do your audience need? What tasks do you think you might need to perform to complete the job you're doing? Because every presentation is not the same. If you need to prepare for your board meeting, it is a hundred percent different if you're preparing for the presentation at the school with your kid's teacher. Because even if you don't, if you're not the person that's getting the presentation, you still need good presentation skills to understand that how to listen. Because many times we are not actively listening to people. We are doing multiple things. We're multitasking. So you have to become kind of a semi-expert and listening and paying attention and making sure that you're getting all the information that you need to. Are you the person that is providing information? Are you the expert? Are you, you know, one of the people who is um, exploring the gap in information? Uh, that That is one of the most important things we overlook. We overlook the fact that when we speak, if we are the CEO or executive director of an organization, or if we are the um, financial manager, we then are the experts and we provide the gap in the information between the people at the top and the lay people at the bottom. We are the ones who they look at as the experts and who should know. We have to translate what we know to what they need to know. We we need to we need to get that information to them. We have to make sure that our stakeholders, the, the which is our audience, you know, is is willing to actively listen and not just put us on the back burner. Because how would you like for you to be doing a presentation and then you notice somebody on your on the phone? <laughs> what kind of what would that make? How would that make you feel? What would you think? If if you're you're up there and you pouring your hat out and you sat down and you outlined and and you did all the things that you needed to do, providing your verbal and non-verbal communication skills and working on your nervousness and developing them gorgeous PowerPoint slash flip chart thingies, and then you get to start doing your PowerPoint and somebody is on the phone. Like that would throw you for a loop. So first of all, when you're doing or even thinking about doing a presentation, think about how you would feel in that situation and don't do some of those things that you do to other people. Give them your undivided attention. When we go to a, a lot of seminars and stuff, and we I, I've been in these Zoom meetings for two years already. I'm tired of Zoom meetings. But obviously, if the meetings are going on, they're necessary for you to understand what's going on. Because if you're in there and you're multitasking on something, you're going to miss that one important point that would have made your life easier if you had been paying attention. So let, let's figure out ways that we can be present in in, in those in the meetings and as the presenter you definitely have to be uh present you definitely have to be the one listening and thinking about what is going on um in 
in your presentation. So, uh, one of the ways you can be alive <laughs> is how you deliver your presentation. Now, I ain't telling you go over there and be jumping on and what are you standing on your head or nothing like that. Don't do that, but make your presentation a lively enough that people, when it's time to deliver the, you know, the method, the message that people will pay attention to you. Like basic, simple methods will allow you to get your um, message out there. Do some clever things like some icebreakers or some get to know you type things, nothing hard or don't, don't make people have to jump through hoops, but maybe do some simpler things in your presentation that will get people up and talking. You know, if you're in a presentation and you're talking about Okay, so our last episode was on organizational skills. If you're doing a presentation on organizational skills, maybe in your presentation, one of the first things you can do is bring some file folders or something and show people how to organize their presentation. Whatever documents and stuff you need, put them in the file folder or a little book or something and give them out to people and people love stuff. People love stuff. So if you handed out your PowerPoint presentation in a booklet form, as opposed to staple that with a big staple at the top, or you use the flip chart method or something, people are going to remember yours more than they remember somebody else's because you added some excitement to it, or you added a delivery method that was different than others. Maybe you give them a copy of their present your presentation on a jump drive as opposed to putting it in a paper because when you pass out and this is just some added extra when you pass out your presentation at the beginning people will be looking at the presentation and not paying attention to you and so one thing is would be good is if you tell everybody don't worry about taking notes don't take notes. You're going to get the slide deck after we done. So you don't have to take pictures. You don't have to do nothing. You just have to participate and pay attention to the presentation. So like really put some things in, let them role play and talk to each other. I was in a recent presentation at, um, in, in, uh, Lansing. Um, and, one of the things he did was he gave us the scenario on the screen. And then he said, talk to your table mates and discuss and let us come back and see what, what we have discovered. So that gives us a time, an opportunity to break up some of the monotony and then come back. Now don't do too much of that because people do get sick of that too. That, that, but even on a, even on a platform such as Zoom or something, you can have breakout sessions so y'all can discuss and, and get to the meat of things. But try to use some of these uh, advanced methods of presentations so you, people can get some of the monotony out, you know. Um, try to get them to think about different ways that, or you think about different ways that you can help people with being a better presentation person so your presentation can stand out 
from other people's presentations. You get, I'm sure you get tired of just that verbal communication and that dry talking, monotone, you know, <laughs> you, you're going to be listening, but you're not listening because the communication is not good. It's not stimulation, stimulating, you know, um, <laughs> you you, you got to be like, okay, look, I, I'm going to be on here because I have to, not because I want to, because this is not stimulating to me at all. I need more than just this. Please give me a cup of black coffee so I can wake up. Like you don't want to be a part of that. So you want to be the person who has good verbal skills, but having good listening skills will help you with that. S- assume that everybody that is listening to you um, is interested in the subject and you want to make it so well for them that they will be willing to refer you to somebody else. You you got to know that listening skills, listening skills, um, they, they are learned. You learn good listening skills and they get refined over time. And so as a presenter, you have to have good presentation skills to get that out of them. You have to get that out of them. Have some good opening questions for people. Have some clarifying questions and some closing questions and make sure that you have some questions for people. So then it stimulates their mind and it stimulates conversation and it makes people want to come back and come back and come back, not just one and done. Make people enthusiastic about your presentation, right? Because communication is power. It's been said that you have between 30 seconds and two minutes to capture your participation's attention. So it's critical to engage with people straight from the beginning, like literally when your presentation starts, you have up to about two minutes to catch them. That's why if you notice, we always do this, this little intro thing, or I do, there's plenty of people who do it too, but do this little intro. They got to get you wanting to hear what I'm going to say or talk about. Like you have to be able to do that. You got to grab them people. I mean, where they are. And so that is one of the things you do if in your first couple of minutes. The first couple of minutes is when you're going to get them. And nonverbal skills can get you, teach you if people are paying attention. If people got their hands folded or they looking down or if they're doing things like uh, on a phone, you ain't got them. If they laughing and joking and nodding their head, you can almost be sure that that they're listening to you, but you have to be able to do those things to get them. So try to think about a ways that you can make your presentation skills better for the people who are receiving your information. And if you would like more about presentation skills, you need to go to the nonprofit leadership Academy and take our presentation skills cool workshop. Um, it's uh, who sponsors these podcasts for nonprofit news for Dr. Geneva Early is the Nonprofit Leadership Academy. It's nonprofitleadershipacademy.net is our website. If you want more about presentation skills, that's where you need to go. 
So I want to say thank you so much for listening to me today. Thank you so much for being here. And our next episode, we're going to talk about, we're going to be talking about those employees. (laughs) We're going to be talking about those employees. So I want y'all to come back, keep listening. And I am super excited to continue to bring you new things as this is the beginning of season three. And this is episode number 18. We are rolling along successfully trying to get you that nonprofit information. So I will see y'all again next week. Thank you for joining Nonprofit News with Dr. Shaniva Early. If you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please like and share. 